Hello, guys, and welcome back to episode. No, that's not right. Rewind. Um, Rewind. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 25. Feels like a I'm, good solid number. I was about to say I'm Lily Marston, but I'm not. I'm Jesse Smiles. You could be. <laughs> Should we role play today? <laughs> Ooh, we don't really have anything else interesting to do. Do you um, know when my birthday is? <laughs> you're, you're in Aries. I was kidding. I was making a joke. Never mind. Move oh. on. <laughs> Me trying to figure it out. Um, so anyway, guys, today's episode is going to be a mishmash. You know, when we don't have a lot to talk about, we talk about everything. And there's a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit everywhere. That's what we're here for today. Yeah. I'm not selling it well at all. Everyone just clicks off. Like, what the fuck am I here for? I know. I mean, we have really exciting topics that you've never heard anywhere before. There was one person, I think I, I said this already in an episode, that said that, like, by the time we get to, like, Sunday or Monday in the last two weeks case, but hopefully you're watching this on Sunday, um, tea is stale. You know, tea is not piping hot. It's lukewarm, freezing cold. But, real, but we've said stale. we're not here to, like, break the news. We're here to just give our thoughts. So here's a couple topics you've definitely heard this week um, <laughs> that we're going to give our thoughts on. No, actually, you know, funny enough, I actually have to take that back. This first topic, I don't think that like I didn't hear it until I was just looking for stuff to talk about on the show. And that is that Jeff Wittick and Tana Mojo were beefing. I saw a title, but I just figured it wasn't real. No, it is actually real. So and, it, and it's pretty deep. It's not like superficial, like weird shit. So it involves David Dobrik. Um, do we know them? We've already discussed this. Yes. Didn't, I'm like, I, I just said I didn't know, but I'm like, did I watch, did she go to his pizza opening or something? Ding, ding, ding. Ruined the whole topic, Lily. <laughs> just no, no. Yes, that's exactly what happened. You got it completely right. Um, so here's the thing. Everyone knows what happened between Jeff and Dobrik. Okay. I'm going to call him Dobrik now. I don't like calling him David. I feel got like it. Dobrik's more hardcore um no I can't do that that sounds stupid everyone knows what happened between Jeff and David where David almost killed Jeff I mean there's no other way to put it he almost killed him doing a prank gone wrong whatever the fuck you want to call it um on an excavator we most people have seen the video and all that stuff but yes. Jeff till this day I mean how many years ago was that now Two. Was it two years ago? I, it was supposed to be, I think, their his like return blogs after quarantine had really right. That's true. So Jeff has been for I mean, he's been suffering since then. He's been dealing with it both mentally and physically. He's gone through like nine surgeries. It's completely tragic. It's horrible. And um, a lot of shit comes with that emotionally. And so that's kind of what we're surrounding this whole topic on because Jeff felt really shitty about the fact that Tana Mojo, who recently they've been like best friends. I don't, I thought they were sleeping together. I don't okay, know. Okay, so I was going to ask, Um, can we, do we have the lore about the beginning of their like friendship? Because I don't know. When did she become his co-host? Oh, is she the co-host? It feels like it. Is she not? Yeah. Is she she's just a guest always every there. week? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's literally always there. She might be the co-host now. I don't watch Jeff's podcast enough to know. But she used to be close with David Dobrik. I guess in the way that like anybody's close with anybody in this industry. Like they just hung out or in the same circles a lot. Well, I mean, he used her for videos. But when everything happened with the cancellation of David Dobrik on Frenemies. So when mm -hmm. Ethan and Trisha went hard on David and like outed him for the essay of Seth and those girls and all that stuff. That was when Tana spoke out publicly about David and was pretty critical and was saying basically that he's a shitty person. I do remember that. But then after that, she was seen with him. Yeah. So then that's where I start getting into Tana. What the fuck? I get I get into that territory because she was so she did the same thing with Shane Dawson. I was going to say, I, I'm not really surprised. I felt like she that's pretty standard. Yeah, but to me, I understand Tana is like not known for her tact being a woman of her word <laughs> or yeah, whatever you want to say. Um, but that being said, it's like, come on. Like you talked so much shit about Shane Dawson, about David Dobrik, about all these people literally said they were like dangerous to society. Basically, you pulled a Jeffree Star and said they were dangerous to society. And then you hang out with them again. Like it's very, very, it doesn't look great. Well, and not to mention the David one, especially like. She really, and again, I don't, I don't know the background of their relationship, but Tana and Jeff, if he's like her co-host now, it feels like you, that would be like kind of a, oh, don't want to go down that road. Like I get the vibe that they're just joking about having sex a lot. I don't think they actually do. I don't know what their origin story is, but I know that somewhere along the way they became best friends. Like they are super close. They are like, they call each other their best friends. Is it? 
not like kind of just for the show though no so okay i have a couple like um timestamps for us to watch but no you can tell this is this is serious oh yeah that's i think i've watched something that had like a recap of it but i haven't actually seen the video but again i'm so i'm confused why it would i mean i'm not confused why it would be a big thing like that would be fucked if that happened to you i wouldn't think you would want your co-host slash best friend to go to your like kind of mortal enemies uh pizza launch but at the same time like i just said i'm pretty sure she's hung out with him in the last year anyway so was he not concerned about that like so getting into it i want to get into the origin of this fight because that kind of gives us a better idea of the vibe okay on that. that I was getting a tattoo removed and then we talked a lot after that but I don't think I got through to you until I showed that I was getting this removed and I know I said to you I may have <laughs> I, I, love may, perspective. I may have lied to you a little bit and said that I, I had to do it for free tattoo removal. Well, we also talked on the phone a lot before that where I had, like, assessed the situation with you and I felt that you were okay with what happened. Like, it was my friend's birthday. I went out a bunch. I ended up going out. My friend dragged me to Barlise. The Dobricks happened to be happening there. I didn't take any photos. I didn't post on the carpet there. I didn't post there at all. I went there for 30 fucking minutes with my best friends. I happened to get dragged into a photo that you didn't like, that people were tweeting us. And, and it shouldn't know. even... But the reason I didn't, like, keep arguing with you when you, when you told me this stuff and you were, like, apologizing and I was like, you shouldn't even have to apologize. It's fine. I'm cool with it. But I will. The I only, love you. The only reason that I even have like an issue, like don't go there. That's the fucking op. That's because he was doing that to me with my old friends. He said, you can't hang out with him because if you hang out with him publicly, then you make me look bad. So by him getting you to go there and you hang out well, with him. Well, he never him, got me to go there. He got a photo of you and that's all he wanted. You fell right in his trap and he got you. But that's the thing. I'm never going to look at it as falling into someone's trap because here's the thing. I went there. And I, had, I fell into his trap before. Yeah, but I got didn't. Me good. And I'm saying that. I had 38 conversations at that event about you, about our podcast, about how much I love you. Do you know, I spent probably 20 minutes with each person, like in his group, explaining to them the relationship I have with you and how much I love you. Mm. And it's crazy too, because I like had crazy conversations with a lot of his group where they're like, I miss Jeff so much and I love Jeff so much. Oh my God, I might be airing too much out. But no, I'm not going to hit I him talk up. about that. I just said but on I, here that but I, I can't hit him up and i'd be like why the fuck can't you hit him up if you miss jeff hit him up the music <laughs> i didn't even notice it's like soft piano music it was like really dramatic um okay i'm a little triggered by this i feel like so sad for jeff and i i don't know if people are gonna i don't think people are on my side because on adam mcintyre's video about this um i will read you the top comment because it kind of Oh, gosh. TBH, I have always supported Jeff throughout his accident, but I feel like he's being really hypocritical with Tana. Not too long ago, maybe two to three months ago, his best friend Vince Ritchie, or Ricky, or Ritzy? I don't know. <laughs> Ritchie. Ritchie. Owner of Hubble Studios and friend for more than nine years invited the entire vlog squad and David to his wedding. Jeff was also in attendance and even said on his podcast that he had no idea that the vlog squad and David would be attending. He never caught this same attitude with him. And in my eyes, your best friend inviting the guy that almost killed you to his wedding is far worse than going to Dope opening. Jeff is still friends with Vince, but for some reason he's calling out Tana and not his best friend. Seems weird to me. And that was the top comment. People agreed with that. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. It's a sticky situation regardless. I think a lot of it has to do with the dynamics of the friendship in question. You have different dynamics with different people and you expect different things from different people. Yep. I have absolutely no idea who this Vince person is or any of the wedding stuff. I do know that wedding invitations go out far in advance. And I don't know, maybe that's true. Jeff and David were okay. And it was going to be dramatic to uninvite people. I don't know. Is Vince friends with David? Do they have a separate relationship? There's a lot more aspects that go into that narrative, I think, that don't make it exactly the same. Hmm. That's a really good point. That's the most important thing that you pointed out is that there are different dynamics with different people. When you're in a situation like Jess, and we're going to get into a few more points that he brings up, and you really see the psychological, separate from the physical effect that all of this had on him, is so horrible and so traumatizing that like, why are we going to sit here and just be like, well, but you allowed this person and you did that. Like, we, it's just, he's going through things minute by minute with person by person. And we can't possibly understand it. We can't possibly like sit here and be like, well, you're supposed to be okay with everybody because you went to that yeah, wedding. Well, like, and you think of the healing and like you said, he's experiencing so much trauma and I feel like it's coming in different levels and different stages of his recovery. Also some stuff that will never recover. But I think at first, First, he has to grapple with the whole idea that like 
he was participating in this thing with his friend that was so reckless that like everyone was okay with and be like, why was everyone okay with that? Like that alone, I think would be a huge pill to swallow. No pun intended. <laughs> and then I think when you get to the point that David then- I just spilled out a bunch kind of beer. Of, oh no. Do you like, to? No, no. I, I hope I caught that on camera because I literally just- And then I think when you get to the point- <laughs> Like it looked like I did it on purpose. Wow. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> um, then I think he had to deal with the whole situation with David, like publicly kind of saying it was Jeff's fault. And then the whole lawsuit thing, like this isn't been just a, I hate David immediately. Like he did really want to forgive him, I think. And I think it hurt him so much to see how David acted after the accident that now he's probably also, I think he's probably taking some of that out on Tana and it's not all her fault and it wasn't the biggest deal in the world. But I think it also shows how hurt Jeff is about everything to show that he's that upset and that he really expected that Tana was his friend and not to have his back being like, go out and shit talk David, but just like, don't go support him. Well, I also have an issue with like, <laughs> Listen, we've mentioned, we do, like, we both have, like, kind of a soft spot for Tana. Like, we, we feel like she's a decent, like, just, like, in her heart. Like, she's not a bad human being or anything but, but like I that. But I hear when she does something shitty, I'm like, fucking A. I know. I know. Because it's, it, it's, it, it's almost, like, inevitable. I relate so much to him, like, saying, not his experience, of course. Like, what he's been through is absolutely horrifying but like when he says like i didn't want to have to tell you like you can't be with that person you can't be friends with that person i went through so much of that back in the day where i would allow things and people to trample all over me because i didn't want to be the person that's like you can't be friends with them you can't hang out with them because i felt like that's what the other person was doing and that's fucked up but at the end of the day it's like you have to understand that boundaries aren't a problem like you can be like hey that's just like I don't like that and that made me feel like shit and I think that when you're in a situation like his it's just so easy to feel like you're like inconveniencing people because you're so traumatized and that trauma like make it closes you off to friendships a lot of people he can't be friends with all the vlog squad people that used to be like the biggest part of his life he probably just feels like everyone chose David well because the majority of them did and just the fact that Tana's like they were all saying how much they miss you like fuck you fuck honestly off. that kind of pissed me off I'm like just say sorry like don't play it off like you were there being his PR like being his publicist you went because your friends wanted to that's fine but like you could have said no like you could have been like guys I don't want to go there I get what she's saying in the sense that maybe she felt like pressured or something to go but like nobody kidnapped you like you knew where you were going and you went and you knew that being Tana Mojo going to David Dobrik's pizza party opening like or pizza party I don't know what the fuck that guy's doing Chuck E. Cheese pizza extravaganza like. <laughs> um but you knew like you were gonna be photographed and that was gonna be online and I totally get what Jeff's saying where he's like he got you like he totally did what he wanted Wanted, and that's to get up get that picture of you that discredits me and just the, like our friendship yeah. let's keep going because there's a few more spots where he like solidifies his his point i felt like you got taken advantage of and manipulated and you fell right into a trap and i that's what i was like pissed off about and i felt like you didn't give a fuck you were just like whatever yeah and, and that and broke also, my heart also i gotta understand that you are who you are, and I'm just grateful to have you as a friend. You know, like, I had this old school mentality where it's like a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. And I only feel like but I, needed I agree to, with that. I needed to bring you into that because people were doing that shit to me. The opposite side is saying nobody can hang out with him because he makes me look bad. But that's like what made me mad is that I agree with you. A friend to everyone is a friend to none. Pop I have I have spent so much. Who is much that? <laughs> I was just like, who's that? Where did he come from? <laughs> He's literally just in a corner behind like a palm tree. Like, what's going on? That I'm there for you. I know. Not attending things, not doing things, not being around certain people. I have adopted you as my best friend and let go of a lot of like LA or faker friendships in order to make sure that you know how much I love you. Because I feel like you have a really big issue with knowing that people love you if they don't really show that. Yeah. What? Like, hashtag no shit. He was like, <laughs> most people. But um, I, that's the part of LA that's so confusing to me. It's like, it's not a foreign concept to want actions to like back up what you're saying. Like, tell me, like, I, I, I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast. You know, King Bat, King Bach, King Batch. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I just said his name, King Bach. Is he now in the orchestra? <laughs> 
I mean, he does spell his name after Buck, but whatever. Uh, King Batch used to be a Viner and um, used to like run around the same circles as me. And when I visited in LA for the first time, I'll never fucking forget what he did. We were at some, uh, I think it was Daystorm's concert or something. I don't fucking remember. God, another lifetime, wow. huh? I was going to say, what but, a world. But when I went up to him, we were talking and he said something along the lines of like that he loved my vines or something. I don't know, something bullshitty like that. And I must have been drunk. <laughs> Because I literally told him, I'm like, I'm five. No, God, no. But I just told him, I was like, you don't even follow me. Like, what do you mean? You like my vines? You don't follow me. And he's like, of course I follow you. And I was like, but you don't. It's okay, but you don't. Like, you actually don't. I'll never forget. He pulls up his phone to prove to me that he followed me on Vine. And he isn't. Of course not. <laughs> he went on Vine, wasn't following me, was like, oh my God, what the fuck? He pressed follow. By the time I left that establishment, he had unfollowed. Shut up. I swear on my life. And then I explained that to someone. They were like, oh yeah, that's the LA. They called it a move. It was like the LA switcheroo or something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like I've done that, but not from people that I actually, it's from like creepy guys being like, follow me and like taking my phone oh, and following totally themselves. Different. And then I unfollow them later but huh <laughs> i was like you don't even know if we would have run run into each other like in the parking lot and i would be like what the fuck you don't follow me again the whole point of me even sharing that is to say like la is so superficial in the influencer scene i'm not saying like everyone in la i'm just saying like in yeah, the yeah. influencer scene the people that like tend to hang out together it's so superficial and surface level to me personally like this whole like i dropped everyone for you is a little icky and also not even just what she's saying, like she's kind of throwing all that at him, but also I feel so bad for him because one, you can tell as this conversation continues that he's kind of like going inward a little bit. Like yeah. he feels uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think it's, as I said earlier, he feels like just no one chose him. Like he was never the first choice for anyone. And he even says that he didn't, he was mad because he thought that David was like trying to trick her or whatever. I don't think that's why he's sad. He's sad because he thinks Stan is one of his best friends. And then she went to the guy that doesn't give a shit about him, his pizza opening, which if she went to like a random birthday party of another vlog squad member, I think it would be a different conversation, but literally his pizza opening. Right. And you know how many people are going to be there. I think too, um, again, I just relate a lot to that feeling of being such an inconvenience because of something bad you've been through and, and feeling I like, wanted, okay, I get sorry, it. I, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I'm not surprised it reminds you of what you went through because I remember telling you one time after you said that someone had apologized for saying some hurtful things, I was like, why would you be friends with them? And you... In all seriousness, just go, Lily, if I wasn't friends with everyone that talks shit about me, I would have had no friends. And that broke my heart. <laughs> but then I also it gives me similar vibes here. Like Jeff doesn't feel like he's able to be like, Tana, I just didn't want you to go because you were my best friend and I, you, that hurts me. He even had to pat it with something else about David doing something. Like, he doesn't even feel comfortable just saying that he was hurt by it. And it's not to say that Tana is, like, mean-spirited or that it's coming from a dark place in her heart or anything like that. I think it's just genuinely the influencer selfish mentality that just kind of comes with it, where it's like, everything comes so easily to people in this industry because you're paid so much money to do virtually nothing. And it's not to say that we don't work. We do fucking work. But money comes a lot easier to us than it comes to other people. Almost nobody can say, unless it's like a Christmas bonus or something, that for one random month, someone comes to you and says, hey, I'm going to give you $10,000. That doesn't happen to people. So like, I understand how easily everything comes to Tana, not to say she has an easy life or like everything's been peachy keen for her. But you know what I'm saying? That like to go through any obstacle, even with friends or something feels like, I'm doing all this for you. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like this laborious thing that is like, no, it's if you step away, Jeff, from all of this bullshit, don't have influencer friends or have people very disconnected from this world, you will see the light. I'm not saying like, don't be friends with Tana. I'm just saying like, you're not asking for too much by saying like, hey, that fucking sucked. And I really didn't appreciate that you went to his pizza opening and it really fucking hurt me because this guy almost killed me. Like, it's not too much. That is exactly what I think. It's like, you can tell that's what he feels. That's what he wants to say. But you can tell he is trying to kind of tiptoe around it because he does feel like he isn't allowed to be mad and like tell people not because to Because he literally feels and he's 
probably right that he would have literally no one. Like Ethan Klein might be his only like influencer friend who's like willing to be like, fuck David Dobrik. I don't give a fuck about David Dobrik. Everybody else is either on the fence or completely on David's side, which is absolutely insane after all this time. Jeff, we'll be friends with you. Yeah, we'll be friends with you. Fuck David Dobrik. I'll say it. I don't care. (laughs) If I see him in person, I'll hide in a cave, but you know? Well, and then I feel like there's the whole aspect of like people picking David's side and all the David stuff. And then there's the aspect of he literally experienced such bad physical trauma that he still, I'm sure he has some kind of chronic pain or side effect that he's experiencing every day. So on top of that, like he already, I'm sure is feeling like someone who personally experiences chronic pain myself. I imagine that every day is a whole new- Like a reminder. Definitely a reminder, but also just like really hard for him. And then you have the emotional stuff on top of the physical stuff that actually also causes emotional stuff. It just, I feel really like he's probably going through so much and he just wants a friend. After saying that, you're going to feel real juicy after this clip. I do want to just say, though, really quick, um, he does touch on this, but, like, let's not forget that David is not oblivious. Like, David Dobrik's thing is to not address controversies. Like, that's actually, like, the agreement him and the blog squad have. They always stay quiet about everything, pretty much, and almost never address anything. But, like, David Dobrik with that eye statue, so he got, like, an artist. He, um, he commissioned an artist in L.A. who specializes, get this, in eye sculptures, Sculptures of a singular eye, a.k.a. what Jeff almost lost because David knocked it out of him on the excavator. You know, I it could be a coincidence. Okay, no. Literally, what? That's just me being like, I don't have the energy to think that, like, really? Is he going to be that? Like, you couldn't have just not gotten the eyeball? There is no fucking world in which he didn't know what he was doing. Somebody said that it's inside of Dobrik's. Like, they put the eyeball statue in Dobrik's. I think it's I don't know what's house. weirder. Him commissioning it for Dobrik's or for his house? I think both I are, feel- like, sadistic and weird. He-, he has weird shit in his house, though, doesn't he? I don't know. He's weird as fuck. That's the but thing. anyway, like, I, I don't know. I, I do think it could be a very morbid coincidence. I hope no. that it's a morbid coincidence. It cannot be. Fuck. It can't. It can't be. Anyway. No Good. shit. I'm Who literally your walking spokesperson. What do you think happens to me when I go to the Grove and I'm walking around, maybe going to, going to Sephora? Everybody's like, where's Tana? Where's Tana? Tell Tana I love her. And I call I you. I went to the I, Grove I today. I met a million Jeff FM fans. Great. We got a good thing going. And yeah, it doesn't no have shit. to be... All or nothing. You're with me or nothing. But it is. You could tell like, me. I'm close to that. I'm just still a human. Like I told you, we were texting actually. One of my favorite lines when we were fighting. I said, what am I supposed to be? Your fucking mob wife and hit him in the face. Like I can do what I, <laughs> like I can avoid it. I literally, I said it over text. Like, nah, it's all good. Let him be that guy that says people can't hang out with me, but I'm not going to do that to him. Like, I, got, I, I'm I, not, can, I, got I avoid that hide. scene at all costs. Like, there's going to be times where I obviously run into one of the 20 members of his squad. I that, just and saw those other two guys of them are, today at the Grove. Those other guys are fine, but like release parties where you're gonna be photographed and used as a as a pawn, like a, a chess piece. Like this is her, she's here, she supports me. Cool, we got it. We're good. That's the PR because nobody gives a fuck about anything else but PR in this town. They care about public perception. What's it really? They care do? about their image, and that's it. I think that's the problem. Is I guess I look at it as like, what are they really gonna do? Oh, so what? You posted a Snapchat of me. Jeff's still my best friend. I'm still gonna go to Jeff's house every day. I'm no, but that's besides the point. Well, and also she keeps being like, what's gonna happen? if I run into one of the 20 of them. Like, it's going to be much more likely that you'll run into the main one at his pizza parlor opening. Yeah, I can't relate because the one time that an influencer even did something remotely to someone I didn't even know at the time, I went up to him and almost fought him. Sam Pepper, hello, motherfucker. How you Didn't doing? did something just happen with Sam Pepper? I don't know. Fuck him. Fuck him. I think I, sa- I sent you a link because it was the top comment was, does no one remember when Jesse Smiles was going to fight, tried to fight him or something? Yeah, it was Andrea Russett uh, talking about like, oh, I hated Sam Pepper before everyone else hated oh, yeah. him. And I was like, I don't know, girl. I think me and you were like fighting for that place of like hating Sam Pepper. But I had just heard behind the scenes that he did stuff. And then funny enough, the person that he pushed, uh, you know, like literally pushed someone that I knew. Who was it? It's someone we don't talk about. All it took was a woman looking at me and being like, this person pushed me. And I like full out started a war with him. Sound the war horns. You weren't like, wait, but how many followers does no, he No, I literally, bro, I, without hesitation, and I am a non-confrontational person. I don't know if that's hard for people to believe. I cannot handle confrontation. Like any, I do anything to avoid it. I will like end the most serious 
talk ever with like lol lol just kidding like I can't handle it it's funny because I do feel like a lot of the drama you have been involved in has painted you as this really confrontational person but I'm here to vouch opposite day it just brings me a lot of anxiety however when I saw Sam Pepper at that party it was a beeline it was like motherfucker <laughs> well no he came up to me but I was like so ready to go to fucking throw down for someone that I didn't even know at the time who had just told me this guy did me wrong so like I'm sorry, but I don't get it. Yes, you are supposed to be his mob wife. You want to be his best friend? Like, if someone who does something to Lily is at a party that I'm at and they're in my fucking realm, like within three feet of me, they're going to fucking hear something. Like, I, and I'm not a confrontational person. I just don't get the mentality of like, what do you want me to do? Stand up for you? It's like, yeah. I'm like thinking back to like, look at my Twitter from the last three years. Oh my God. I know. For, went hard. But like, Jesse had to say one thing. I was like, what? Excuse me? Yeah, Lily was a right. Who said what? <laughs> because it just feels like when you see something wrong, like and when, when you, you know it's and wrong. This is to a whole other level. This is not like somebody was mean to me, somebody talked shit about me, even somebody did something horrible. Somebody almost killed you. Like someone literally almost ended your life. When they say they're going to Dobrik's, you say either let me out of the fucking Uber now or uh, turn around or whatever. I'm not fucking going there. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just- I am still stuck on like that she's then playing it off. Like, what am I gonna do? Never run into- Don't go to his actual pizza place. Like his business is grand opening. That's where, do you think you're not gonna, like that makes no sense. You going to a party and seeing him is one thing. You supporting his business. And then as Jeff said, him then being able to use your image and your likeness as promotion for this business. And then you don't see the difference there. No, absolutely. And you could just see his like, his hurt but i also just want to say people that are celebrities online or otherwise only go to the grove to get recognized and i will die on that hill and it's weird <laughs> when he said i go to the grove i was like oh why <laughs> yeah like literally there's no reason there's no store in the grove that you can't just go to like somewhere else nearby like everyone goes to the grove just to get recognized and just a side note to end this topic on david dobrik your pizza looks like dog shit holy crap that looks like chuck e cheese if Chuck E. Cheese was made two weeks ago. It's so sad. Has anybody had it? Yeah, I would love to see comments from anyone that's tried it. I have not because I don't think it's close enough to get delivered and I'm not about to go wait in a line. But I don't think I've ever seen promotional photos of pizza that didn't make me want pizza. Like you could show me a cartoon picture of a pizza and I'm gonna want pizza. I looked at the pictures on the Instagram and I was like, Huh? What's so confusing is that you know that promotional photos, the only thing I could think of, you know when they do like Denny's photo shoots or for like Burger King? And it's the fake shit and they're it looks using, phenomenal. Exactly. It's all, well, it's not fake. It's like food, but it's got like WD-40 and like fucking like rocks in it. I was going to say, they add stuff to it. They'll add coloring. They'll add textures. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it looks perfect because it is staged by like food. There's food artists. The only thing I could think is like maybe they just tried to photograph the actual pizza and didn't stage it. Clearly. And that's why it looks so dark shit. <laughs> to play devil's advocate there. And again, I'm never someone that's like going, like leaving bad reviews. Of like, I don't, if some people like it, then go get it. But I genuinely was surprised because one, it doesn't feel like pizza is like that hard of a thing to get decently right. It feels like that. Just dough, sauce, and cheese. Right. And I, call I, it a day. <laughs> I have eaten a lot of pizza in my day because I have the palate of a five-year-old and pretty much everywhere I get it, it's not bad. And I have never tasted this. Maybe it's surprisingly good. But the day that they opened, I remember looking at some of the pictures and being like, oh, really? And then I went to the Instagram and saw that they were equally as unappetizing looking in those pictures. And then I had just been thinking about pizza. So I ordered one from Papa John's and I sent a picture to Jesse. It was like, tell me this doesn't look a million times better. Million times. I didn't have a food photographer or food artist there to stage my Papa John's. My question is why is that? It feels like there's no cheese. Let me look at pictures. I need to see. Like the, the, the amount of cheese just is lacking so severely. He has two styles. One's a tavern style and one's a doughy style. And the doughy style, like I would think that would be like super fluffy. They look very like crispy. I'm like, I'm not even trying to be mean. I just genuinely, this is what it reminded me of. It looks like the slices of pizza in 7-Eleven. Oh my God, it's got two stars on, on Google search. Well, so I know that there's a thing that pops up though, I think on Yelp that is like a, a warning or like a disclaimer saying like, this business has gotten a lot of attention, which is probably because they've been on the news. So you can't really trust what the reviews are. This isn't a very important topic. I just think it's overpriced and it looks gross. The pepperonis look curled. I, I'm not, anyway. Well, so actually though, that <laughs> you bring up the price, I 
just saw it today. I watched Spill Sesh's video on it and he doesn't have the prices on the wall. Like oh, it's just the, okay. the menu items. I will say, I think the, the store as like a building looks super cute, but on top of there not being prices, I also think it's strange that I guess there's no seating. It's not like a sit down place. It's like a go order at the counter. And there's, Bro. I think, some places you could stand outside and eat. That literally looks like cold pizza the next morning after you were drunk. Literally. I'm so confused. It's like, the saddest pizza you've ever like, seen. In my mind, I'm like, it has to look better in person than these pictures. That doesn't yeah, look that bad. The, but the pepperonis look like grape tomatoes. They look kind of similar to the ones that, um, I think it's called Prince Street Pizza that's super popular in LA where it's like covered with pepperonis. They're like little tiny ones. There's a comment though. It says, BRB, gonna book a flight to America just to try this. Have you seen a picture of pizza before? This is what you need to try? To be fair, they don't have really good pizza overseas, I've heard. Oh, there's also no parking. Oh, I, that I heard. That I heard that the location and parking Ew. is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, which knowing where the location is, because I think it's like right across from Saddle Ranch. Saddle Ranch has parking, but other than that, there's like a couple lots, but you have to pay. And then again, the prices on the pizza, uh, Spill Sesh said they're not on the wall. And even on the website, I think you have to go to like a special part of the website to see them. And for a full pizza, it's like $40. <gasps> Stop it. Are you serious? Well, if you have tried dough bricks, let us know. I am curious because I mean, you it's so hard to fuck up dough, cheese and That's sauce. why I'm confused. I'm like, don't. Like, if I was launching a pizza place, wouldn't you be like, this is the best pizza I've ever had because you wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't? It must be doing decent because Ilya, who is his business partner in this, he and Natalie had gone on Jason Nash's podcast and were talking about how the next step is to open more of them. They want to have them in Chicago, in Miami, in New York. And I'm like, it's crazy because even if the pizza does suck, it's still probably going to do well. Here's the thing is that, first of all, sucks for him that he was canceled so severely, or I guess not canceled, whatever you want to call it, that he was like exposed so severely because dough bricks for pizza, super smart idea. Like it just is like dough bricks. Like that's a very... I'm sure that this has been in the pipeline for a very long time. And it is just a very inconvenient set of circumstances that have him here. And even given those circumstances, I think it's still probably doing well. I mean, the line has been down the street, but... Okay, so he has the influence to sell pizzas regardless, but he has the money to get a location in a place like... Where is it? It's like in such a good location in Hollywood. It's like super packed. Ah, that's the thing. So it's in a good location if you're... Fr and this is the vibe I kind of get, and I could be wrong, but it feels like they're framing it, and I'm basing this even just off like how it looks and the fact that there's no seating and stuff, that it's kind of a late night after you are out of the clubs and stuff because it's on sunset like by a lot of places where people are out mm -hmm. and drinking that it's going to be like your drunk pizza stop before you go home. But either way, it's like right in the middle of fucking everything. But that's like why people would be going there. So in terms of like daytime traffic, it's not like walking traffic is going to be right there. Okay, yeah. And like if people want to go, they have to find parking. It's like it's a good location that people might drive by, but to actually go in and get food and not even be able to eat yeah. there feels a little inconvenient. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, obviously he has the money to do whatever the fuck. He's probably going to expand, like franchise it out or something. I don't know. And I also, I will say, I don't shame him at all for trying to do a pivot and not being on like YouTube anymore. Like, yeah, maybe it is time you take a step away because you didn't really take care of everything that right. you built for yourself. But then again, I'm just surprised. And again, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just really confused why like even looking at this Instagram it's very clear they don't have a brand person that they hired you'd be surprised the amount of brands that have brand people and their fucking Instagrams look like PowerPoint just threw up everywhere <laughs> okay well so or they do have one and they're just not very Literally. good at their job no offense but it's really surprising to me that of all people someone that is a social media expert that it's like such a lackluster visual representation of like it genuinely hit the Instagram made me not want to go but still doing great a brand that has already almost a hundred thousand followers they've been open for about a month and consistently get around yeah like really pretty good likes for their following like I feel like he's just got it made he can do whatever the fuck he wants and it's kind of shocking but Kind of not. You have to remember that people might be liking or interacting with this stuff, but how many of them live in LA and are going to get pizza on Sunset? Also, I want to know how much his employees are getting paid, but maybe we'll never know. Oh, that's it says temporary hours of operation. I did hear that they've kind of um, fluctuated their hours a little bit and 
basically, I think it was um, four to ten p.m. Amanda from Swell Productions went and like tried it and did a little report, and she basically said it seems like they were ready for a launch, but not to like actually open. <laughs> like they don't mm. even have their full menu out that. and available yet. Also, I don't know if that's their logo or what, but geez, that, that's that's David. I guess that's supposed to be David. Anyway, as fun as it is to talk about David Dobrik, um, shall we move on to the next topic? Yeah, what is it? So this one's kind of weird. I know we got a little controversial and conspiratorial. Is that a word? Um, in our last episode, which was both a hit and a miss well, for people. It was either a hit or a miss. There was well, no there was a huge miss for us. If you saw, it's doing not that great because YouTube decided to demonetize it and age restrict it, which I, Jesse said oh apparently God. is allegedly from our use of... Do I say his name or do I dare not? You can say his um, name. Our clips of Nick Fuentes. Allegedly, because H3, Ethan, was talking about how they also got demonetized. And when he personally asked YouTube why, he said it was because they used too many clips of Nick Fuentes for too long without disavowing him quick enough. So I was like, uh, yeah, that's definitely it. Because I put a lot of clips of Nick Fuentes because Lily had done the whole like, oh, let's show some clips of Nick Fuentes. And I thought, this is this guy's horrible. Let's, let's really show it. Because it, it's harder to explain who he is rather than just show it but apparently showing it was not appropriate so that episode pretty much bombed what pisses me off so bad is i'm like i would have taken that out like i don't even care about this guy like i would have taken it out easily but we didn't know when something gets age restricted on youtube youtube cuts it it does not recommend it to anyone you don't get paid for it essentially at all so fun times because we actually super fun really long episode that didn't take forever to make got it thanks anyway next conspiracy (laughs) literally wanted to cry Uh, Yeah, so this one hopefully will not get us demonetized, but we are going to be talking a little bit about Britney Spears, and it's so weird because it's obvious that something is happening. It's kind of like with Balenciaga, not in the same child weird shit way, but in the way of like something's happening. I don't think it's quite what people think is happening, but something's happening. It's enough to like pique your interest and enough to have it be like every other video on my For You page on TikTok right now. Like it is everywhere i tried to like avoid it because after i mean that's the thing and it's hard with britney because all of the free britney stuff forever that entire movement so many people discredited and were like you people are crazy you're nuts and then when it came out that like oh maybe everyone's not nuts and she really has been being held captive under this conservatorship but now mm-hmm. things have really escalated to a new level because the new conspiracy is that britney spears is dead or that she has been replaced by a clone Jesus. and that this happened a while ago and now someone else is running her Instagram and posting stuff to try and trick people into thinking that everything's fine. Avril Lavigne called she wants her storyline back. So right off the bat I will say I do not believe that she is deceased. Absolutely not. Or has been replaced by a clone in any way. I I do not think that that has happened. I don't think there's a body double involved. That said I will also acknowledge cue the comments you need to do your research because she is dead i will also acknowledge though that there are some weird things about her instagram and her husband and the behavior slash the posting slash people's accounts or lack of accounts of places they said they went it's just a lot of stuff that's super sketchy and then when you know all the sketchy stuff she's already been through people are very quick to jump to conclusions but like the craziest one i saw was something about mk ultra being involved which is a mind control like cia experiment from back in the day well okay we need to go to the beginning of it to explain it because here's the thing is that everybody kind of went on a similar journey with Britney. I was a super fan of Britney when I was like in middle school, high school. Like she was fucking my icon. She's a queen. Um, But when she went through everything, um, 2007 was it when she shaved her head and everything started kind of going like derailing and that's when the conservatorship started and everything was crazy. We all loved Britney. Then we all collectively were so confused by like what the fuck is going on with her. Then we all let's be honest, would like make fun of that period. It's like, oh, don't have your like Britney moment. You know, like everyone would kind of address it as that, which was horrible looking back, but that's just what everybody did. And then we all had the free Britney moment Mm. together where it was like realizing that there was something wrong, understanding it, then getting together and being like, we need to fucking help this person get out of this conservatorship. Though I do think that kind of came in two stages because again, I think there were people that thought that for a long time that a lot of other people were like, no, she's just lost it. You guys are stupid. And then it got 
got to a point that then everyone was like, no, something's going on. If that hadn't happened, these rumors, I don't think would have gotten as much traction as they have. Yeah. Well, and I think too, um, once Free Britney happened and once everybody kind of got together to free her, yeah. <laughs> like we didn't free her. She, you know, essentially freed herself. But she does say like the movement did help, like all the momentum and attention did help her get out of her conservatorship. Then she started posting on Instagram pretty wildly. Now people attribute this to her not having been uh -huh. in control of her own social media for so long that she almost didn't know how to do it. And so people were like, she's writing weird captions and posting lewd photos and like not really like making any sense because this is her like breaking free. This is her literally like having her almost like high school year moment, but now because she hasn't been in control of her life for so long. So like I was on board for that. Do you know who it kind of reminds me of a little bit is, um, but like Britney's not old enough for this to be the case. And I assume it's I mean it's not just because she's old but Cher <laughs> have you seen Cher's Twitter she writes the weirdest like she puts the weirdest tweets and uses like emojis and it, it's like she's speaking in code <laughs> well that's how okay there was this one girl on TikTok who literally was like I'm Britney Spears Southern translator. Have you seen yes, her? Yes, it's actually really Where funny. she reads the caption. Yeah, like she says like the captions don't make sense because Britney's Southern and she's writing in a Southern way. But honestly, girl, even when you read it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, like half the captions do not make sense if we're being honest. But besides the point, I feel like everyone was kind of like, listen, just let her be. Like we don't need to be critiquing every move that she does. Just let her post whatever the fuck she wants. That kind of era happened and we were all like, okay, cool. Then December 3rd, 2022 came, which was just a few short days ago. And this was when things started to pop up on my For You page. And it was that she posted a picture of Jamie Lynn Spears, which is her, her sister. Because I was like, wait, I thought she hated her. That's the thing. So Jamie Lynn Spears is Britney's little sister. Now, Britney has very, very, very publicly condemned Jamie Lynn and her complacency and possible involvement in the conservatorship itself and that she got money and was getting money money from their dad Jamie and it was like this whole fucking thing she would constantly post things and was like publicly calling her out like they were going back and forth on social media constantly and it got to the point where Jamie Lynn had to like literally turn off comments on everything like people were reaming her after she went on her call her daddy podcast too yes oh my god basically she posted this picture of Jamie Lynn um she was playing the guitar super random photo to choose I don't know it was her birthday it was Britney Spears birthday it was her 41st and she posted this picture of Jamie Lynn playing the guitar with this caption it says it's my birthday but you're my heart so I'm thinking about you congratulations on being so brave inspiring and showing guts and glory in your show you ain't alone if anybody knows what that feels like I get it my baby sister I love you okay so what? it is written super weird <laughs> as usual but guys literally I how many months ago was it they had this very public which I I'm thinking too many things at once how many months ago did they just have this very public feud which they never resolved publicly, to my knowledge. Not that they couldn't have made up behind the scenes, but then on her birthday of all day, like what? What? I get it. Family members can make up behind the it's scenes. Weird. It was just a little bit of a red flag. Yeah, it definitely is typed out, in my opinion, like Britney wrote it. I feel like that part makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is worded strangely, as <laughs> usual, but what it says is definitely a drastic shift from the few times before when she was posting about her sister. I guess she doesn't tag it, but it is also another level weird to me that she's like promoting a project that Jamie Lynn's working on. Right, yeah. No, I mean, it is super... When I saw it, I was like... My first instinct wasn't, this isn't Britney, someone hacked her. <laughs> Your first instinct wasn't, she's been cloned! Literally, it was just like... Brittany, what the fuck? Like, that's weird as hell. Like, no yeah. explanation. But anyway, then everyone went cuckoo bananas uh, when this TikTok came out. So you just sent it to me. My text to Jesse is, P.S. Everyone thinks Britney Spears is dot, 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 dead? <laughs> okay, so this is one of, I guess, the most incriminating pieces of evidence. I think this is just one major clue. And I say clue in quotes because I, I don't think this is as far-fetched as people say. This was posted as a story on her Instagram on her birthday. It's her husband, like, saying happy birthday to her. And when you, like, it doesn't sound like, it sounds like the clip has been edited with outside audio or something. I'm just gonna say this. Yeah, I, I'm not like here to jump on a bandwagon. That motherfucker always gave me the creeps. I think her husband is weird AF. I don't know he, what his fucking deal is. 
I'm, where, where did he come who from? Who are you, sir? <laughs> did someone do a background check? Anyway, uh, here's a TikTok. Oh, wait, wait, before you play it. The caption oh. on this TikTok, is, it's someone who had reposted because it's a story from mm -hmm. Britney's Instagram, but someone reposted on TikTok. The text on screen says, okay, I'm just going to say it. Britney is not free or she's already gone. What the fuck is this? Where is she? Why does it sound like they're playing sound bits of her voice? Which I'm not going to lie, it does. And then it says, why is she wearing her COVID extensions? I don't Where know. is she? You know, I don't follow Britney close enough to know about her extension um, timeline, but sounds legit. Uh, yeah, keep okay. that in mind. Day to you, happy birthday, dear baby. Happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. Yay! I love you. Thank you so much, baby. It's time for you to open your gift, baby. Okay. Upon hearing it again, I don't think it's like little bits of her voice. I think that's actually her speaking. I get what people are saying. She's speaking weird and it kind of could be perceived as like, oh, they took clips of like her voice from something. But now that I'm hearing it back, the one major point that I have is that any time that Britney has been authentically herself under no duress, she has not spoken like that in her baby voice that's not her voice like we all know that by now that she doesn't talk like that she doesn't sound yeah. like that so that part is very concerning also he's fucking weird <laughs> he's so weird he's like happy birthday baby like i would literally be like sir if you want me to fuck you ever again you better shut up like seriously it's just so like cringe but like she doesn't sound like herself i don't know anymore like when i first heard it i was like that's like yeah, it sounds like a recording of her voice. No, I don't know. What about you? You think it is still? I don't know about recording. Uh, I don't know. Something seems weird. Mostly, uh, mostly the stuff to me that seems weird is him. Like, he just seems very awkward. Right, right, right. Which is not any proof of anything happening. Yeah, like, but you guys have been together for a long time. You're married. Like, what is this dynamic? This is it giving feels like a first, first date, date kind of situation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The TikTok that you sent me is actually a stitch to this TikTok. So that was um this girl. That was the first one I saw, which then just became literally almost every single one I passed was about her. Oh, wait. Also, did we mention that Britney's Instagram is deactivated right now? And it was after all of the suspicion started. Yeah, that's true. So once everybody started getting crazy... She dipped and she is no longer on Instagram as of right now. And to my knowledge, Sam has turned off all of his comments. Ooh, I didn't know that. <sighs> okay, let's talk about this. So he has now turned off his comments. Her account has been deactivated. And apparently she has a court hearing today at 1.30 Pacific Standard Time. So if someone can follow that, let me know what the hell's going on. That would be awesome. But this is what freaks me out. When I saw this comment, all I could think about was this recording that I found from her talking about her conservatorship from a few months ago. Just, just listen to this. I honestly deserve an award for acting like I was okay every day. I thought they were trying to fucking kill me. I remember one time I was backstage and I needed my inhaler. Um, and I opened up to my assistant because um, I had my phone with me, which I'm not supposed to have my phone underneath the stage. But I said to her, you know what I'm doing. I was talking to a guy and he wanted to just leave the country with me. We had it all set up to just leave. And it was a secret relationship. And I said, my biggest fear was, what would my dad do if I did do something wrong? What if I left the country? What, and what if they found me? And what would they do? And I said, I feel like they would lock me up or something or really hurt me. First of all, listen to her voice. Obviously different than... Different person. Even one of the top comments on this TikTok says, what she's saying is scary, but to add to it, this is her speaking voice. It sounds nothing like her, thank you so much, in the other video. Yeah, and it's like, thank you, baby. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like, it's not right. I think we were talking about this before we started filming. And I feel like, do you want to share your theory of like what you think happened? Because I feel like it's probably... The closest. Yeah, just that I don't, I mean, and if I end up being wrong, then fuck. I, I don't even want to entertain that option. I'm just going to hope that I'm correct and that I don't think Britney Spears has passed away. I don't think she's left this earth, but I would not be surprised if she was. It's very clear. We've learned over the last decade that she has severe mental health problems, whether or not they were caused by her child, like rise to fame or they would have come out anyway she has some issues 
So it wouldn't be surprising to me if she had to be put in like an inpatient facility, especially coming out of the conservatorship and having kind of her whole life routine maybe shift. It's going to bring a lot of new stuff. And I think that's going to be a lot to process, good or bad. So maybe that's the thing. It's She could have voluntarily gone to somewhere to get help or maybe they forced her somehow into an inpatient facility or something, something related to mental health that she is getting treatment for, regardless of whether it's her choice or the people around her. I, I think that's obviously a lot more plausible than she passed away. I think that's such a morbid conspiracy, and I, I don't think it's true or there's any merit well, to just, that at all. We also compared it to the Black Mirror episode of Miley Cyrus. If you guys have seen, it's literally like they have her. I don't remember even the they, they have her like in a bed, like sedated, basically. But do they have like a. Is there like a clone? I don't, I don't remember. remember. It was so long ago. Basically, it was like the real person was like dead in the sleeping basically all the time. And there was someone out there like living her press life for her. People are kind of comparing it to that. And I'm like, I, I don't think it's that extreme. Um, and I also but... think that like maybe that's true. I just feel like the whole impatient thing too. I'm like, fuck. But there's TMZ and stuff like scrubs through like every hospital every courthouse everything to try to see what's going on with celebrities like nobody would figure out if britney spears was in an impatient facility or something but at the same time that brings up a lot of the other evidence quote unquote that people have that one of the biggest things was i guess she posted on her birthday that she had the flu but then contradicting that i guess sam posted that they got dinner at nobu in malibu which is this really fancy ritzy sushi place which you cannot go to as a celebrity and not get paparazzi that's not going to happen like they especially for britney there. spears yeah so they didn't go. They, there's no photos of them at Nobu. And the, there would be. So why lie about that? Yeah. What's even And what's even stranger is that there are photos of her somewhere else that someone random took because apparently she came up to their table and started like playing with their baby. And they only realized after it started happening that it was Britney Spears. And these pictures are like straight up 2007 Britney where like her extension tracks are showing and she's like it's super weird because she's like all like kissing on this baby and it's like she posted that she had the flu huh so one does she have the flu and was playing with the baby that's fucked two <laughs> does she not have the flu three I'm what yeah it's something is happening why are there so many conflicting stories yeah. it just doesn't make sense yeah it definitely brings us back to the Balenciaga something something's going on but we just don't know what it is and we can't we cannot say that she's passed away. I mean, come on. I feel like well, everyone jumps that to that That to me always. just seems so absurd because it's like, what would they, I get that, yeah, they're using her for money and that would like sustain them maybe for a little bit. But like, how long would you really be able to keep up that? Like, right. that's not a realistic thing. There's tons of TikToks out there. And I, I, if you guys would like to share any more compelling evidence, I don't know. I'm curious what's going to happen in the next like week because I feel like a lot of stuff just keeps kind of trickling out and it's going to be a situation where we actually do find out something. Well, eventually. yeah, because sooner or later... Britney Spears is gonna pop up like we're gonna we're yeah. gonna see her but like, um, it's not gonna be the normal conspiracy where everyone just assumes till the end of time I think that something like we'll find out what she's been up to but I think it's maybe not the best to speculate that she died <laughs> I know especially someone who has like mental health struggles and it, it must be but like I think it's it's okay to be concerned and valid given the kind of weird right. behavior going on but I I don't know but I we can all agree okay. that her husband's weird that we can all agree on. I think that's about it for this episode. I want to say it might have been a short one, but knowing how much rambling we just did, it was probably still long. Um, I don't even know what we <laughs> talked about. I know, me neither. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for sitting all the way through if you did. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Right, Lily? Yep. Okay. Well, we'll see you next Sunday. Hopefully you're seeing us on Sunday right now. Um, I was going to say, hopefully this is going up <laughs> on a Sunday. If not, don't hate us. We love you. Goodbye. Fuck our lives. Love you. Bye. <laughs>